What's good? What's good? It's your boy, Willie Chill. And yo, you are in a place to be. This is the Man of Mike podcast, um, NFL Draft Rewind. Um, I know um, the last episode, we kind of went through a couple of the first 15 picks. We're going to kind of go through the rest of them a little bit and kind of show you a little bit of some good things about some of the players that were picked. But ultimately, we want to do one thing, and that's congratulate all these young people who have done extraordinary things with keeping up with not only their education. um, Academics is always important in my book but also with uh, their their athletics. And I know it was either a shortened season or it was during the pandemic, but hey, I give the applause to these young men who are making strides to do what is needed for their betterment in whatever area they're in, whether they're cornerback, safety, whether they're offensive tackle, defensive tackle, middle linebackers, wide receivers, uh, or uh, running backs, quarterbacks, and more importantly, uh, wide receivers and tight ends. Um, some and as well as some of those little things that players do that really show off really well. And yo, I'm gonna be right back. We're gonna get into it. And guess what? You are on the man in my podcast. back back in a place to be and i know we went over um the patriots took mac jones from alabama with the number 15 pick but um we're gonna go into the number 16 pick which is um zivon um collins linebacker from tulsa from the uh, the, uh, the arizona cardinals picked at number 16 um who who's showing to be really dominant in his area as well as um, probably the real big excited moment was um, Alex Leatherwood. That was an offensive tackle from Alabama that was taken by the Raiders at 17. I mean, the uproar was big. I mean, this guy is dominant in his area. And I'm very happy to see him do well on the other side when it comes to the pros. And hopefully he does well. You know, offensive linemen, they always stay in the trenches. And so I pray his health. I pray is uh, all the accolades needed man to do well. And then um, the Dolphins selected at 18, um, Jillian Phillips. Um, he's an edge rusher uh, from uh, Miami. And um, I know there's a couple of friends of mine who are uh, the you all the way. <laughs> and so, you know, just hearing about his production and the way he plays, he plays hard. And plays great, man. And so, man, and also, you know, um, linebacker from Kentucky, um, Jamian Davis, that the Washington football team. I'm from D.C. And and come on, come on, come on, Washington. We got to get a name, man. We can't just be going around calling ourselves uh, out of Washington football team another season. We got to get it together, y'all. Come on, man. Come on, this is the Man of Mike podcast telling you, yo, get it together, DC. Get it together, man. Yo, and, but moving on, man, you know, um, Kadarius uh, Tony 
wide receiver from Florida was picked by the uh, Giants. I think he will be a very good fit. Um, I know that um, the, the quarterback Jones did uh, okay this season, but he needs some um, active players on the uh, offensive side to help and assist him. I know Saquon Barkley, I think he was out for a little while near close to the middle of the season. And so the more offensive explosion, it is better. And then the story of the night is my guy. Pick number 21, Quiddy Pay. Um, edge rusher from uh, Michigan who went to the Colts, Indianapolis Colts at number 21. Just his story, man. Hearing about his mother actually seeing her father and her brother and others being killed in their home in a uh, refugee camp in Guinea um, during the aftermath of the first, um, kind of like, I guess you would say, libertarian um, civil war. And um, thank God they were able to get out of that and um, get themselves to... Uh, Rhode Island, um, but oh my goodness, the tragedy, um, we continually pray for his family, pray for him, um, he is the, uh, Rhode Island Gatorade Player of the Year, and he has so many good things and accolades going, and pray all the best for him, and, um, that was a heartwarming story, that really was, it really was, because there was no other, other moment at that moment, where it was like, all right, that was the moment where it was like, hey, mom, you're not working anymore. You've done a whole lot for us. You've put us before so many people. And, you know, amazing. And and, and he just displays so much of a explosive nature when it comes to rushing the passer. I know he will continually do well, and then I pray for them that he'll, he'll do well and have a good good experience in Indianapolis, and that will open the door for him to be like a Jadavian Clowney. You know, really came in, really went dominant, and really did what needed to be done. And, um, you know, all, all love to him, all love to his family, and pray he continues to do well. And um, at number 22... The Tennessee Titans picked Caleb uh, Farley, uh, cornerback from Virginia Tech. And um, this is a big deal here because two Virginia Tech people got picked back-to-back. -back. And um, Caleb Farley was the first. And the second one, the number 23rd pick, was a young man that actually when I was um, probably around 18 or 19, um, I uh, was a uh, teacher's assistant uh, with a um, a school that um, was in the Washington, D.C. area, and I worked with this young man. And um, also the church that I um, went to and attended, um, we had a football program, and um, I was a part of the program. Um, I didn't work directly with him. He had some amazing coaches. Shout out to, um, shout out to Brother Donald Grant. Um, shout out to Brother Dion Gallat, whose son is at Morgan State uh, right now. He's a quarterback, 
doing really well, and we're so hyped that he'll continue to have success. Um, he had like a little injury season, but we're praying for his full recovery and that he'll continue to dominate um, as he has been. And uh, we pray his uh, his his full recovery and being dominant, even in a moment where it was just 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 many 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 moments of you know so many players getting picked. Um, the number twenty third pick, Christian Darisol. Uh, offensive tackle for Virginia Tech. Um, and, and so he went to Minnesota at 23. And so, you know, I'm excited for him. I pray it's going to hit this continual movement forward. I pray that everything goes well for him and um, that he continues to keep keep the ball rolling and that he's a dominant player in so many ways. And I'm excited for him. And then the number 24 pick, um, which I can definitely know. Um, was a, a stout pick by my guy, uh, Mike Tomlin, because of his, his, his just dominating nature. Um, Najee Harris, running back for Alabama, um, which I, I won't even uh, blink at. No one's going to do an amazing. I know they have, I think, the other guy named Connor. He's there as well. There have been some little injury prones at running back. And so... Um, I, I hope the very best for him that he gets the system down packed and dominates right off the ball. And uh, the number 25th pick, um, the uh, uh, Travis Etienne uh, running back. Actually, I really considered him more as a, a as a basically a passing running back. He was just really good with catching a ball out of the backfield. Um, he got picked up out of Jaguars. And hopefully... I pray that a couple of pieces help the Jaguars get back to a good place. I don't think they've actually been in a good place since, um, since I don't know, maybe the last maybe five or six years. I, I, I'm, I'm hopeful that they get back to that um, Tom Coughlin uh, um, era where they were dominating and doing extremely well and was making the playoffs. Whether they, I don't think they actually got further into the playoffs, but they at least got the fire started. That's all that matters, getting the fire started. And then um, the Cleveland Browns won to stout up their defense, you know, because I believe that Cleveland could have won so many more games last year if they would have really had a little bit more defensive stand on their backfield. You know, when it comes to the cornerbacks and the safeties, I feel like they got beat too much. Or they just really didn't do well on press coverage too well. Or they let too much go and, and, and they got into zone coverage and everything's all over the place. And so they got Greg Newsom the second from Northwestern, which I hope he's going to be a dominating figure as well. Um, at 27, the Ravens, my other hometown team, be more in the house. Um, they picked uh, Rashad Bettman, um, wide receiver from Minnesota, and I hope he's continuing to be dominating. Um, I know, um, man, 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 their whole system kind of didn't go as well near the end of the season. And so, you know, I'm hopeful that with some added bonus um, to the quarterback position with some other wide receiver threats and tight end threats that um they'll do well. They'll do well. And I hope 
they will do well. And, you know, the quarterback position is already solidified uh, with the um, nothing but the best. And so, and so with, with, with Lamar Jackson um, from Louisville um, holding it down, doing phenomenal, I hope that his career takes off in other dimensions. Um, I feel like Cam Newton depended so much on his talent that he did not grow himself in other areas when it came, when it came to just learning how to be a student of the game and other dynamics. Like, you, you can't just be athletic. You have to be athletic and smart. That's the reason why, you know, you know, you know, Mahomes is doing well. That's the reason why uh, um, Aaron Rodgers is doing well. Because they're not just good athletically wise. They're also, and Tom Brady, they are good at moving without the ball, but also being smart, being having a knack for different ways to really add to their add to their stock as a quarterback. And I feel like over the years, Cam Newton has taken so much hits and so many moves that, you know, diminishing has started to happen. And so I hope that Lamar Jackson, they keep adding to him, adding good, good, good players, adding good uh, um, offensive linemen to really help with keeping him up, um, and that he understands that just because you can run, everything doesn't mean you have to run. And so, you know, I'm very hopeful of that, um, as well as um, the 28th pick. Um, the Saints picked Peyton Turner, defensive end from Houston. I feel like the Saints have all the keys on defense. I don't know. Um, with the retirement of Drew Brees, uh, I feel like it's going to be a little bit up in arms with a quarterback committee right now. Um, I was hopeful that the Jameis Winston thing would do really well, but I guess it didn't work out as, as planned and, I'm hopeful that you know you can't just be good, and just like just like just like Jamarcus Russell when he came in with the Raiders from LSU, you can't just be good. You gotta be dominating and be a student of the game. Because guess what? You'll be in in five years at a regular job, or having your business, or doing something outside the NFL. When you are in your passion and in your gift, there's always room being made. And you also got to add to yourself. You can't just be good at something. You always should be on the cusp of learning more, being better, figuring out how to do more in different ways. And, and, and that's important. And that's important. And so as we just talked about with Aaron Rodgers being a quality quarterback and being smart at his position, these are things going on with Green Bay. I, I don't know, man. I feel like when the whole turn of events happened, when the new coach um, came in, I feel like there was some little bit of tension. Things kind of settled down a little bit. And then, I don't know, things have kind of revved up a little bit. Things aren't what it seems. And I'm hopeful that things get resolved or Aaron Rodgers finds somewhere where he can be and, and flourish. You know, there's no, there's no use in being somewhere where you're not going to be successful, and they're just going to just borrow time until you're until you're you're out and they can get somebody else. 
you know. And uh, but they did pick cornerback from Georgia, Eric Stokes from Green Bay at twenty nine, and then uh, at number thirty, Buffalo picked Greg uh, Russo, um, and the edge rusher from Miami. And so you know, I'm very. He was dominating as well as part of that, you know, Miami U defense, and that he continues to do well. And then um, the Ravens again um, got a really good guy, Odefi um, Owe, uh, from um, edge rusher from Penn State. Um, I'm very excited about that, and um, they actually absolutely will have a, a good player um, at um, edge rushing for that. And um, as well as the last pick um, for uh, Tampa Bay, um, the champions for um, the NFL season um, at number 32, Joe Tryon from Washington, edge rusher. And um, I feel like he's going to be dominating. He's going to be a really good guy to add to the defense. I mean, they already had some good players. I think they had Pierre Paul. They had a couple of other dominating players on the defense. And they're just adding to this. And I hope it, it adds for the good. And that this is another quality season. And um, I want to give all the love. Um, I, I didn't get into round two, three, four, and five, six, and even seven. Um, but I want to take this moment to say no matter where you were picked, you are amazing at whatever pick you are. Even if you're undrafted, you're a big deal. And don't let anybody tell you that. You fight for your dream. Fight for whatever it is. Because I'm your boy Willie Chill, and I fight every day for what I want. I fight every day for everything that I want in my hand. I possess it because I know that it's in me. And so you wake up dreaming it, but also wake up with execution. And wake up with a dream and a focus and a plan. Yo, it's your boy Willie Chill. It's the Man the Mike podcast. It's the after round one special uh, part two. And I'm happy you were in the building with me. And I love you guys. And guess what? Always stay motivated. Never let stuff, no matter how heavy it gets. Because on the other side of heavy, it's going to be the light, light stuff. You know, I, I had a coach a long time ago used to say, Coach Truesdale, if you do it right, you do it light. You do it wrong, you're going to be doing it all night long. And so all I admonish you, do it light because you're doing it right. Do the reps that's needed. Put in the work that's needed. Because on the other side of that, you're going to see that. You're going to see that hard work pay off. That was your boy, Willie Chill.